Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Welcome back. Monday morning, three dudes with a view. It's a sunny Monday. Summer is here in all respects. And it feels good. Uh, it, it just feels good. Uh, went whitewater rafting over the weekend. Went fishing. Uh, time to get the grill out, folks. Do all those fun summer things. Great fruits and vegetables coming to a farmer's market near you. It's all good. My name is Elk Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Clayton. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody out there. Yeah, it's a beautiful day today, man. Beautiful weekend. We had a wonderful heritage dinner up at the UAW Hall this weekend. Uh, Two guest speakers, Heidi Campbell and John Clemens, the uh, House caucus leader for the Democrats. A real good turnout. People were enthusiastic. They were loving each other. We weren't bashing anybody. I mean, it was just a wonderful occasion. And thanks to James Dallas for getting all that together. Our uh, chairperson, he, he does a wonderful job. That, that sounds great, Mr. York. I, the, uh, and, and James was on with us last week, Dale, on Thursday. Uh, I, I yeah. heard James, yeah. And yeah. thank you to Drake Colley for substituting for me last Thursday. It's a good show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I mean, Mr. York mentioned, mentioned the Heritage Dinner, formerly known as the Jackson Dinner, I believe. Uh, Mr. York, you got an award uh, Saturday night, did you not? Yeah, uh, thanks to the whole crew, I received the Jerry Linda and Jerry Colley Award for being a true Democrat and fighting you guys every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you deserve it. I mean, <laughs> no, no, they, they, you know, they, they, I, I appreciate that. It's a very humble. I knew Linda and, and Jerry. Uh, they were very uh, outgoing and humbling people, and they were true, true Democrats. If you wanted to talk about Democrats, you had to go to Linda and Jerry when they were here. And uh, I appreciate uh, the, the Democratic Party so much for giving me that award. I appreciate it. Well, that is well-deserved, I'm sure. And you do deserve it for getting in here and being outnumbered. Most days, you weren't outnumbered on a Thursday, but uh, most days you no. are. <laughs> and Drake was there, and you know, the chip off the old block. Also for Linda and Jerry, Drake is a, a true Democrat. Of course, Jerry and Linda were good friends with my parents. I worked for Jerry as a young lawyer. Uh, and, you know, one thing was true in Jerry's life. He grew up during the depression over there in Centerville, Tennessee and his parents died when he was very young of tuberculosis which was still a threat in those days and uh so he he had a hard time his uh his grandmother raised him and it was the middle of the depression his parents died and as far as Jerry was concerned Mr. Roosevelt saved the world uh and that's you know that that was honest and uh uh he put himself you know he graduated Hickman County High School uh went to i think Vanderbilt for undergrad and uh and law school and he he put himself through uh and of course became 
one of the leading lawyers in Tennessee, if not in the country. Uh, so congratulations, Mr. Yoel. Well, thank you. Yeah, and J- Jerry also, he, he was always helping the underdog, you know, so Linda and Jerry both, they did a great job in doing that. He was very and, big on that. Yeah, you know, and letting just, people that, that, that didn't have a way try to help them some kind of way. So so just, he was very, it's very humbling to receive that award in their honor. If If people who didn't have a voice or didn't have, you know, contacts or influence, he always was seeking to try to help those folks out uh, if he could you know yeah and uh this was remarkable what what did the speakers talk about what what are the big issues for democrats that you well, heard at- well the big issues is still women's right to choose uh you know trying to uh, allow people to express themselves trying to not make voting difficult uh try to choose better candidates and try to have uh a way for people, the immigration status, try to look at those issues, uh, which is a national issue now. Uh, the, the basic issues and, and and getting people to understand the truth uh, and not the disinformation that, that's all around the globe in many various different uh, forums. So giving people the truth and let them make their decision one way or the other instead of giving people disinformation and leading them to one way or the other. If somebody would like to get the truth, Mr. York, how could they find that? Well, they just got to go to many different sources. They can't and try to have, you know, most people are intelligent enough to to look at several different things and make a make a conscious decision. But you you can't just look at one source or read one source or listen to one source and be able to determine what's best for you who what are what are some of the sources that you use i use you know i use a a, uh i use new york new york times new york polls i I listen to cnn i listen to msnbc i listen to fox occasionally I, i look at some uh some magazines uh newsweek uh the nation there's also a lot of good uh writing that you can read uh and, and and several others. So it, it, I look at a whole host of different things. I look at uh, stuff on the internet that doesn't really appeal to me because anybody can write and put stuff on the internet. Anybody can tell a story and, and make it believable. So I kind of stay away from those type of uh, things. But news outlets that are credible is the ones that I try to. Uh, the Wall Street Journal occasionally. Uh, those those seem to be credible most of the time you know mr york i mean let's see you you when i ask you here, here's where you lost me and clayton and i'll tell you exactly where you lost us and uh when you said the truth and both of us just looked at each other and grinned and sh- shook our head but you started off with democrats you know uh were you know uh, interested in the immigration issue interested in the woman's right to choose issue uh you know, I mean, I get that. Those are, you know, I, I may not share the Democratic view on that, but I understand that people have different points of view, and we all can have different points of view on those and other issues. But then when you say, well, you've got to make people believe the truth, first of all, that's just scary. And second of all, it's uh, 
it it implies that there that we can't have differences of opinion we can't have debate that there might be there might you know it's not necessarily the truth is that reasonable people may have different ways of looking at things and when a democrat starts to say you need to know the truth that that sounds to me like you know you need to be put in re-education camps and there's only one truth and i know it and so but, but Dell, Dell, let me interrupt you when i say the truth stories like the world trade center it was attacked <laughs> by someone in a different country uh their heritage was uh, ethnic origin was in a different country and the buildings were were destroyed it wasn't a seven building or cabal or somebody over in new york that directed that that's what i'm talking about when you when you come up with outlandish reasons you know like like the, the gop was was soliciting or saying that the debt ceiling they wanted to put people to work we got 10 million jobs open and and everybody, many people are working two or three jobs. Doesn't mean that people aren't working. But then they raise the, the age from 49 to 54. Like, if people are sick, they're going to still work. If people are sick, they can't work. So that that's a misinformation as far as I'm concerned. Well, wait a minute. And, Let's and pick that up. trying to say we okay. want everybody to go to work that receives government assistance. And everybody's working that receives that. That law is already in place. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Let's. I got sidetracked, and I want to sort of try to unpack what you say. You're talking about people who believe that 9/11 was, uh, you know, really not what the government says it was. That somebody else, you know, there weren't any airplanes, and somebody else blew up the towers. Well, I mean, that's wingnut stuff, Mr. York. <laughs> well, that's what I'm talking about. Which which becomes disinformation if you keep repeating it. Well, I don't think anybody but some extremely paranoid. Uh, I mean, uh, they, they, don't, I don't mean, say that because you got some people close that said. That. Well, I, I, I know exactly who said you it. Thought. I know exactly who said it. I don't mind saying it to her face. It's crazy town, and uh, I mean that's that's not people who are engaged in a reasonable debate. I mean they're they're just not. Well, <laughs> and, well that's what I'm talking about. When we engage, like my neighbors and in in uh in some Republicans in town. I can have a crisp discussion with them. They don't think the same thing that I do. They don't believe the, the, all the things that I do. Some things we kind of get close on, but I can have a comfortable discussion with them. My neighbors, yeah, I can I have mean, a comfortable discussion with them, and they're not in what you call crazy town. <laughs> well, yeah, and they're Democrats in crazy town, too. And, and, and But I'm talking about reasonable people uh, can have... Uh, a debate or have differing opinions as to what uh and I, I hesitate to use the word the truth it's not really there's not there's not a truth as to what the best position is on any given matter uh there's not a truth it's what the what the most what the most well-reasoned uh opinion may be what stands up to the facts uh the best you know and and, and we can all have it's that like the, it's like the issue of child labor laws. You got 10 states that have changed child labor laws to to work younger people. And and it looks like they wind up working younger immigrants that the Republican Party says shouldn't be here, don't have a right to be here, shouldn't come here, but yet they still 
pass laws to work those people. Now, that's the truth. Well, you mean the the truth being that, and I'm just going to take your word for it, the truth being that some states are passing laws allowing uh, younger people to work. I don't, you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, And that's, well, of course, that's a, you know, a, a, the passage of a law, that's, that's, that's that's true if it's if it's passed it's then the truth is that it passed but Mm -hmm. uh but we can still and and i'm not i don't i just don't know what's going on there i'm not familiar with what you're talking about but uh we can all have difference differences of opinion uh as to what the appropriate age is for uh, a young person to begin uh work outside the home and um I said I have no opinion on it. I'm not familiar with what you're talking about, but I yeah. start- well, it resulted from that meat plant thing over in the west, in the Midwest, yeah. where they were working kids after hours in 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 slaughterhouses and slaughter plants, cleaning up uh, blood and stuff. They had some had hazmat gear and stuff, others didn't, you know, and they were young teenagers in school. Yeah, well, at, at what point it's appropriate for a young person to enter the workforce is something that uh, we can have differences of opinion about and uh, have to look at it, see what's happening in the context of what's going on, you know, how these young people, their families are being affected, uh, because always we want to protect young people and uh, in a reasonable fashion. On the other hand, you know, young people want to go to work at some point, try to save money for college, buy a car, whatever, just have some pocket money. So, you know. Uh, and, and, you know, the, that's an old old issue, too. Uh, at what, what age do you treat young people as adults? And you probably know where I'm going with that because when they do commit a crime or something, then they want to try them as adults. But they're still kids in the developmental stage, right? And there, there are there are different uh, laws on that among the various states, uh, and so that's always subject of uh, reasonable difference of opinion. Let's yeah, take- we 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 can debate back and forth on that. You know, if a kid's a kid, a kid's a kid. If yeah. a kid's an adult, they're an adult. You know, we can go. I enjoyed bantering back and forth on that issue. You know. Oh yeah, and Tennessee but, does have some instances where a judge can find that a, a juvenile should be tried as an adult in the context of you know murder or other particularly heinous crimes, uh, and perhaps you know the young man, young man, woman, seventeen and a half. You know, so there's a there's a, a fuzzy line there, and that's what you have judges for. All right, let's take a break and come back. Motor Sales is Middle Tennessee's home for the best GMC vehicles on the market. Visit Parks at 919 Nashville Highway and test drive truck favorites like the GMC Sierra or Canyon. Or try a popular SUV like the GMC Acadia or Terrain. Parks also has a wide variety of certified pre-owned vehicles for every need. At ParksMotorSales.com, you'll see an extensive inventory, their latest deals, and servicing options. Shop Parks Motor Sales once and you'll agree. Parks, GMC, we are professional grade. Hi. 
Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. 
I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Between a laugh and a tear, that's where politics stays, I think, in the United States today. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Mr. Clayton Harris. How's it going? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Del, uh, I don't know if you knew it, they had a Pride Festival this weekend, yesterday uh, at the, uh, the park. Uh, Here in Columbia? Great. Yeah, here in Columbia, had a great attendance, a lot of arts and crafts, and, and a lot of joy and love. People who seem to be happy and doing all their things, had a great crowd out there. My good friend Jackie uh, Jackie uh, Marshall was out there, and, and I mean, a lot of people came out just, you know, just walking around. They had food, music. It's a joyous yeah. occasion. I, great I, attendance, Miss York. I I heard last year's was great. I, I mean, I got no problem with that. I, I mean, that's a good time had by all. It's a, it's, mm-hmm. I, I, it's I see no problem. I, check this headline though, folks. Uh, due to high crime, mafia closes its Chicago office. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, me. Yes, sir. There's between a laugh and a tear. Another, <laughs> Probably another, some truth to another it. Another 34 shot this past weekend. 54 yeah. the weekend before, yeah. 34 this week. There you go. Yeah. We had a couple of shootings here in Columbia last week, too. Huh? Yes, we had two in a week. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, about, about nine people injured or something like that. Where where were they? Uh, one was on Beach Street, and the other one was up here on West Side Drive, which is right off Hill, on the other side of Hill Street. Yeah, unfortunately. It's down there by Carmack, huh? behind Carmack, I think. Yeah. yeah, Beach Street is behind Carmack, yes, sir. Yeah, sort of the usual places, unfortunately. Uh, that's not a good thing. No, I hadn't had one over there. Not usual. Hadn't had one over there in, in quite a while. Well, we don't have them often, but when they happen, they're usually in certain neighborhoods or places, and uh, it's 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 just regrettable. Least- and hopefully, hopefully we can you know work to prevent that kind of thing. Yeah. The, uh, well, let's let's go on to a few other things, folks. I, I, uh, this last weekend was what we call roommates reunion. There were four of us at Vanderbilt who were uh, roommates. We had an apartment uh, near Vanderbilt campus, and uh, ten years ago we started a new tradition where every year the roommates and their wives uh, get together for a long weekend, and it's always a lot of fun. And this one was no different. And uh, it's it's uh, we're, we're getting pretty damn close to being out of Vanderbilt by forty five or fifty years. So, yep, every forty five or fifty years goes by in a hurry. Uh, and I want to talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But uh, first of all, <clears throat> you know, I, I think the word, the truth. I'm, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to back away from. Uh, using the word truth because 
Uh, it's just not a good word. Uh, the uh, what's wrong with the truth, Dale? Well, it, it because the essence of the truth is putting a fact that you can see that it's real and that it can't be disputed. Well, I That's think I think what we're doing oftentimes is blurring the distinction between an opinion and something's the truth. As if the sun comes up in the east, that's true. But an opinion about climate change uh, is just that. And there is there there are different opinions as to about that issue. But uh, to say that there is a truth is just not correct. <laughs> well, you know that if climate change is there are scientific data that indicate something, and, and it's not absolute. And know, there's scientific data but that there indicates... Are, there are indicators. I, 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 yeah, I don't want to get into climate change, but, but, you know, I see it on the Internet every damn day, and it's very legitimate science saying, you know, from reputable scientists saying that uh, climate change is not a factor, and there's uh, there's uh, opinions from l- legitimate scientists saying climate change is a factor. You know, the truth is not known. All right. Well, there's no truth in that, though, Dale. I, I agree with you. There's That's an opinion. That's a scientific. They do research, and they come up with their own opinion. All right. Let's, let's move on, though, to what I think America yearns for is a, a platform that, you know, just provides information in a dispassionate uh, way uh, where we can be we can be we the people can be informed and be better informed to form an opinion on various issues and I'm you know I think Elon Musk is really uh, with Twitter these days uh setting up a platform where competing voices may be heard uh, without editorial interruption, combat journalism, that kind of thing. And people can listen to various voices and after being as uh, well-informed as they possibly can, then they will decide what the best position is, which is not the truth, but their own personal opinion uh, the, the better informed people are, I think, the better uh, uh, result in terms of opinion and consensus that we're going to see. Uh, but and so this afternoon, and he, here's let, let me get, give you an example. Oh darn it! This Twitter thing keeps. Hang on. You, you on Twitter? Yeah, I'm on. You Twitter. getting information from Twitter? <laughs> Twitter is now hosting. You know, they're, they're <clears throat> liberals. They're Conservatives, they're Democrats, they're Republicans, and I can read what they all have to say and form my own opinion. And there's nobody, you know, in their face saying, "Well, I bet they aren't you." Isn't it the truth that this or that or that? You just hear what they have. But, you but hear again, Dale, that on Twitter, that's somebody's opinion. Correct. And, and if you if you are trying to get the truth from that, then that's far. Now, if you go to a journal, a medical journal, where they've done research and they print the same thing on Twitter that's in the well, medical Ms. journal, York, that's the, the truth. Mr. York, first of all, yeah, I mean, they, you get a lot of opinion on Twitter, but you get opinions from all sides on Twitter. I mean, and they're not they're not filtered. Uh, well, suppose they're all wrong, no doubt. 
Well, then that's for me to decide as a reader, you know. Well, well, if you're getting all wrong information, you're deciding on wrong information. Well, but I'm a big boy, Mr. York. I, I'm, you know, I've got a, a, a Ph.D. I'm, 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 I'm entitled to read what other people have to say and decide whether or not I think that it's worthy. And I like that. I like you being entitled to read with you. That's why we shouldn't take books out of school. I agree. I'm, I'm deviating now. I, you but, are deviating. But yeah, you are entitled to read and look at what you and come up with what the, you think is an informed opinion, whether more, it's true or not. The more information and opinion from all sides that people have, the better equipped they are to form an opinion. That's, yeah, you know, that's why I used to look at Tucker Carlson, Clayton, your your best buddy, just well, for a second. I couldn't look at him long. Well, you but, got one side I mean, of it. I mean, what I, he had to say, you know. I, I, you know, I, I never listened to Tucker regularly. Mostly, all I ever saw was like snippets, you know, on somewhere here or there. But I, I mean, I thought he was worth listening to, and his conversation was valuable to me in forming an opinion. Did I always say that's what Tucker Carlson says? So that's what I'm. That's what I think. No, not at all. All right, let me tell you what's happening this afternoon, people, on Twitter, and this is. This is free speech and democracy in action. This afternoon uh, at 1 o'clock, and I don't know what time that is. I mean, I don't know whether that's specific time. I think it's 1 Eastern. You think it's 1 Eastern? You're talking about with uh, Robert Kennedy? This afternoon, uh, Ellen Musk is hosting Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Democratic candidate for president, on in what's called Twitter... Um, Oh, let's see, Twitter Space. And if you don't have Twitter Space, I've got the Twitter app. You can download the app; it's free. And then there's a you know a thing you can click on to go to Twitter Space. And Robert F. Kennedy and Elon Musk will be, of course, uh, Robert Kennedy will be talking about what he seeks to accomplish as president of the United States, what his positions are. But it'll be a non-confrontational, non-combative environment. Uh, Robert Kennedy will, you know, be allowed to and encouraged to say what he's got to say, and then it will be up to us to decide whether or not we agree or disagree, whether we support Robert Kennedy or not. But I'm telling you, there's no—you will not find a better forum anywhere. Or any candidate. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see Joe Biden on Twitter space. The, the key I'd is, love to see Trump on Twitter space. The, the key is that the host, who is Musk, isn't going to be putting, you know, giving his opinion or pushing his agenda. It's no. just going to be an open forum. Yeah. And and so we get to we get to just sit, you know, to see them as they are, as they choose to present themselves, Robert Kennedy in this case. Like I said, I'd love to see Biden on this. I'd love to see Trump on this. Uh I'd like to see DeSantis. I don't see any other candidates right now as being viable. DeSantis tried, but it it didn't work out well. <laughs> oh, that's right. DeSantis is already gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, but the, Delk, if you if you had a choice between a Republican candidate and and uh, Kennedy, would you vote for Kennedy? I could be persuaded to vote for Kennedy, and I'll tell you why. Um, that's I, your cousin. No, no, no. He's Irish. <laughs> he, he's he's Irish and Catholic, and I'm Scottish and Presbyterian. Uh, the reason I could, you know, we do not have a figure on the national stage other than Robert F. Kennedy, whom I think has the potential uh, 
to cure the divide and unite this country. Biden is divisive leftist. Trump is Trump. DeSantis is DeSantis. They might provide us good government, but they are not going to heal the bitter divide that exists in this country today. Simply not happening. None of them will. The only if Robert Kennedy is a centrist Democrat, and I, I left, he is in. How, how can you say that when Biden just signed a bipartisan bill, a majority of Democrats voted for it in the House, and and the bill passed? That is so centrist. Now he teed off the progressives, and he teed off the extreme Mr. right in your party, Mr. York. You know. Let me tell you why Biden, I mean, but Trump is too. They are divisive. They they just but drive. Biden wedges. has not been divisive. Oh, Biden Mr. Trump, I am together. not going to change the subject right now. I'm just not. But uh, we and, and I don't think any member of this audience thinks that there's nobody. It's not even worthy of debate. There's nobody. I, I I don't even think most Democrats believe that Biden's not divisive. But there's certainly no you know. Seventy-five. That's your opinion. Well, eighty percent of eighty percent of our listening audience right now thinks Biden's divisive. So, end of debate. It's not worth having. Um, you know, trying to chop the gentles off of minors without their consent. And I'll get to that in, a minute. in, in Texas. That's not going to work anymore. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to Robert Kennedy. You asked me, would I consider voting for him? Yeah. Yes. If he got, if he, if he were the nominee, and he continued to act like he's acting now as a person who could heal this country. Yes, I'd vote for him. So uh, you got a little Democrat in your blood, huh? I I'm go- I want to put I want to put country above self on this, Mr. York. And uh let, let's talk about Robert Kennedy. He's that, a- that's a new move. That's a new move. I like that. Well, if I see a candidate who's capable of doing that and I see that in Robert Kennedy, then, you know, I'm persuadable. I think they ought to have a debate. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Robert Kennedy, though. I mean, what he is, he's he's a centrist in the way that uh, uh, previous Democratic presidents have been, who have been very successful, and the first of whom would be uh, his, his uncle, John Kennedy, who was very much a centrist Democrat. Uh, the country was united. He was a very successful president up until his too early death. Uh, then you have uh, the next great centrist, I think, is Bill Clinton. Yeah. Am I leaving anybody no, out? No, 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 that's right. Yeah. And who very successfully, you know, united the country, even though there was a lot of noise, and the Republicans should have never impeached him over a humidor, you know, for a cigar. But the... Uh, <laughs> They yeah. should have impeached him. Clinton? He did wrong. He did wrong. Yes. He didn't do anything wrong. That, Congress shouldn't be the moral police. No, he didn't do anything wrong that affected the country. You know, well, Absolutely, Congress is not the moral police because they let anything go. That's in. what I'm saying. That's, that's my point. I mean, uh, they, they shouldn't be the they shouldn't If he was taking police. money for government contracts or something, yeah, impeach him. But, I mean, where he stores his cigars didn't make any difference. Uh, oh, yes, it does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Robert Kennedy is a centrist. Now, I, he, some of the things I he espouses, I strongly agree with. Some things I strongly disagree with. But that is the nature of compromise and and healing. 
And uh, we're coming up to the end of a break here, and I want to talk more about what Robert Kennedy uh, says when we get by. And that's what Biden did in the debt ceiling. He compromised. You're not selling this <laughs> This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Let's talk about antique versus vintage jewelry. Did you know antique jewelry is over 100 years old and vintage is 50 to 100 years? Tillis Jewelry located downtown Columbia has a wonderful collection from Georgian, Victorian, Edwardian, and Art Deco. We select every piece for their timeless beauty. Stop by and select your favorite piece. Jewelry to last a lifetime. Remember, Tillis Jewelry, your antique and vintage jewelry store. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Heller's Heat. Heatwave heroes are keeping you from getting burned this summer. If you know you need an AC replacement, don't wait until it breaks down and you're sweating it out. Our Heatwave heroes are saving the day with hot deals to keep you cool. Get a free UV light and free electronic air cleaner when you purchase select new HVAC systems this month. Don't wait until you need rescuing. Call the Heatwave heroes. Visit happyhiller.com. Call the Happy Face Truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Saturday, June 10th, South Music presents J.D. Darling. Now I'm punch drunk, love struck, sugar, baby. Live at the Mule House in beautiful downtown Columbia, Tennessee. She's from a small town. Celebrating the release of J.D.'s new album, Looking Forward, Thinking Back, with special guest Scout Spear. 
is available at themulehouse.com or listen here to win. J.D. Darling live at the Mule House. Brought to you by South Music DIY Dumpsters and Dixieland Management. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork, and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit TaylorFamilyFarmTN.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people, and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. All right, welcome back. This is T. Willie. I have got one of our favorite people on the phone, Mr. Miles Johnson from Foodland. He's going to let us know all about the great deals they have this week. Miles, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Uh, you always give us some great, great deals over there at Foodland. So what do you got this week? Well, this week we have whole New York strip, five ninety nine a pound, whole boneless pork loins, two nineteen a pound, green cabbage, $0.49 cents a pound, Turnip or collard green bunches, 99 cents each. Craft shredded cheeses, four for $10. And Coca-Cola variety, six packs, three for $12. Wow, fantastic. And as always, you guys are open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. And you're located right there at 427 West 7th Street, the big shopping center with plenty of parking right there by the post office. Miles, thank you as always. I appreciate you and your staff. And uh, we look forward to talking to you next week as well. All righty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. For the view, my name's Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three, dude number two. Clayton Harris, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> dude number one, Mr. Jimmy York, how are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody out there, and a beautiful day. All right, folks. JD Darling uh, coming up at the Mule House. Is that this weekend, Clayton? Yes, sir. That will be on Saturday. All right, uh, MuleHouse.com to get tickets. JD Darling, folks, uh, is a personal friend. Comes by and hangs out at the station. Uh, fairly often uh, we love him love his music he and his wife live out in Hampshire Tennessee but he's before coming to Hampshire he became uh, you know a nationally known uh, uh, singer songwriter and he's great and uh, uh, but then he and uh, he lived in LA but he and his wife uh, found Hampshire Tennessee where they are very happy Uh, I think they've got some sheep maybe some cattle whatever but this weekend at the mule house go to the mule house website get tickets uh, he's really good he's a great guy and uh, a great friend and neighbor uh right out there in hampshire my he my my son or, or and daughter-in-law they're good friends with the darlings and um it's just it's all good go 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 to the concert it's going to be fun you'll love it mr york i'll be bringing you some fan mail that we got over the weekend that uh was delivered here to the station i'll be putting it in your mailbox in the next hour so uh let it, let it, I, I don't know if it's i don't know if it's good or bad or not so we'll uh does does it bite it's got a return address and a name, so that's a good sign. I oh, think. oh, okay. That's a really good sign. So, oh. I should be home. Okay. Uh, no, no powder spilling out of. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no white stuff falling out the side. No, we're we're good. I think we're good on that. All right, I want to keep call, talking about Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Democratic candidate for president. Of course, he's the son of Bobby Kennedy, who was the Attorney General under John F. Kennedy, Robert Kennedy's uncle. 
Uh, and, you know, both Bobby and uh, John F. Kennedy were I mean, courageous, uh, successful. Uh, you know, I'd vote for either one of them any day now. Uh, leaders, both of whom killed, you know, before they really got going even on the national stage. Uh, and I, I see a lot of the qualities in Robert F. Kennedy Jr. that uh, I recall and, and saw from his father and his uncle. Uh, but, you know, what I was talking about is, you know, we, uh, some things I disagree with him completely. Some things I uh, I agree with him completely. And you know, that's the true nature, I think, though, of trying to it's part of trying to pe- give people together. I mean, but more importantly, you know, for instance, climate change. I mean, he's an all-in greenie. You know, we'll all be driving horse and buggies if he gets elected. Uh, and I just you, you'll have to trade in, Dell. Yeah, yeah. I don't, think, I don't even think there's going to be any electricity. We're just going to have to go down to the Mennonites and get a rig, you know. But uh, you know, so I mean, I. He's an all-in greenie, but it's not. It, it's not a process, though, of you know saying, "Okay, I'm with him on this, this, and this, and this." So I'm with him on four things, and I'm against him on this, this, and this. I'm against him on three things, so I'm for him. It, it, for me, it doesn't work like that. For me, it's the sense that uh, you know, if if he can really reunite this country, if he can heal the divisions between blue and red. Uh, if he can get this country proud of itself again, uh, thinking that we are a great country and that we do want to work together instead of, you know, those crazy Democrats, there's no sense in even talking to them. You know, if we could, if he could get us past that, then, you know, I can live with the things that I disagree with him about. Uh, but, Del, that's a personal perspective that people have to develop on their own, and, and they're not getting educated in school in terms of history. They're not getting the type of instruction that would lead them to be more civic-minded. And when you start looking at the division, red and green, it shouldn't even be a red or a blue divide. It should be about what's going on in your particular locale, what are the elected officials standing for, and how can they make life better for everybody in the community? Not do they make life better for one group or the other, but how can they make life better for the whole community, and then the whole community can make life better for the whole state, and the whole state can add to the union. Well, that's what that's what it ought to be. Mr. York, that would be great, but right now under Trump or Biden, it just simply is not happening. That's not what's going well, on. Well, we know under Trump it ain't going to happen. And, uh, and, 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 and there's still some carryover to Biden from Trump. And, oh, uh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, building 7. Building 7. I think, yeah. I mean, come on. I, well, like, well, nobody's jumped off the Trump wagon. That's why y'all's base stays solidly to Let's Trump. stay on Robert Kennedy. Divisive. It, it is... <laughs> It is not reasonable at all to argue that Biden or Trump are a uniter. They are what they are. That's your opinion, Dell. That is my opinion. opinion. That is my opinion, but it's backed by plenty of facts. Now let's move on. Uh, The um, you're trying to promote somebody who hasn't really worked in the Democratic Party. He's been 
He's got his own opinion. He's got a name recognition, I and am, that's what you're trying to I do. I am not him. trying to promote anybody, including Robert Kennedy. I am saying that he will be on. Uh, he will be discussing his uh, candidacy and his positions this afternoon on Twitter, and that it, I'm saying that I believe it's well worth listening. Now that's all I'm saying. Oh, okay, so you gonna encourage your listening audience to listen to a Democrat for a change? Huh? I I think it is well worth listening to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And you know, after we listen, we may or may not to decide uh, that um, we're gonna we're gonna support him. Or and like I said, I I mean, I like the guy right now. Now, am am I gonna? You know, the point that I might to decide to actually vote for him over Trump would be after he got the nomination, the Democratic nomination, and after he had, you know, I'm, I'm talking like maybe a month or two before the election, after he had faced the national stage and after he had demonstrated an ability to truly get the country working together, not warring with each other. If he gets to that point and he's demonstrated those qualities, I'll vote for him. they got to have a debate. Has he ever time. held political office? I don't think he's ever held political office. No, he's, he has not. Uh, See, and that's the, that's the issue. What have you done to make America better? He's an environmental attorney. Your, yeah. He's an environmental attorney. But what have you done to make America better? Uh, well, your opinion is valid, and I listen to your opinion. But if you don't have any action as a result of your opinion, then you've just, like me, you just got an opinion. Well, uh, that's what I'm talking about. If he were to get, to get the nomination and demonstrate... Uh, during the course of the campaign, I'm talking up into September and October before the election, and demonstrate during the course of the campaign that he does have the ability to unite the nation, to heal the divisions, then, yeah, I'll vote for him. But not that, that, at that point, he will have done something for the country. And, well, uh, I know he's an anti-vaxxer. That's the only issue I know that that's negative. Well, uh, you he's, know, he's been, when millions of people were dying, and Biden was pushing the vaccine and got the vaccine and arm to help people. I know that's right, we're not going to open say that. They wouldn't take it. We're not going to open that debate right now. And a lot of people in this audience uh, have. We'll say that he was right. We'll say that he was well, right. Well, a lot of people in this audience <clears throat> were anti-vaxxers. You know, I know that. Well, we're not going to have a vaccine debate right now, but. That that again, many people think that some don't. You know, listen to what Robert Kennedy's got to say about it. It's, when you listen to what he's got to say about it, it's well reasoned. It's not wingnut stuff. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, he's got facts and he's got an opinion. You may agree with him or not on that issue and others, but he's not, it's not just it's it's certainly far from crazy town. It's very reasoned, very rational. Now. Let's move on. You know what am I? What am I with him? What am I with him about? Uh, for, first of all, he thinks the war in Ukraine is unjust, and he calls it a mil. <laughs> he calls it. There's no laughing going on. Me and Clayton, Miss York. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but that's that's what you believe also because he doesn't like the war in Ukraine, and you don't like the war in Ukraine. So that's why you supported his attitudes, huh? Mr. York, I'm, I'm pointing out some things that I strongly disagree with him about and some things that I, I strongly agree with him about. You know, the green earth, you know, flat earth, drive a horse and buggy stuff. 
uh, cut off all our electricity and have us leave, living in the dirt. I don't agree with him about. Do I agree with him that Ukraine has been for years a money laundering, laundering operation for the military-industrial complex? Yes, absolutely. I think he's right. And, again, I've already gone through this. You know, let's start with the Vietnam War. America has lost some 80,000 souls, young people in the wars from Vietnam up till to date. Only 292 of those deaths were justified or accomplished anything for the United States. The only two places where we actually won and accomplished something was Kuwait and the first Gulf War, where we had a treaty obligation to defend. Kuwait was attacked. We drove Iraq out, came home, lost 292 people. The other one was uh, killing Osama bin Laden. Took two days, no casualties, and the rest of those 80,000 white lives were absolutely wasted. Kennedy thinks that, and so do I. Now, so, Dale, do you believe the 100,000 Ukrainians that are immigrating over here, we should send them back? They truly have cause to apply for political asylum. So why do they have cause to, to, to apply for political because asylum? Because their neighbor has nukes. Because Russia's trying to kill them. Okay. That's right. Russia's trying to kill the whole population. Well, So why shouldn't America be involved in trying to prevent that? I'm not having a Ukraine war debate. I'm against it. You're for it. Democratic warmonger that you are. I'm and, not a warmonger. I'm just for humanity. No, no, no you're, you're forgetting America. When, when Putin you're, you're, kills you're babies forget, and, and, you're, and you're, women. You're getting, oh, I just went out. You're forgetting the United States involved in another unjust war where more American kids die for nothing. That's what you're for, Mr. Yoder. No, I'm not for that. Well, good. I'm glad you're with me that we ought to get out of Ukraine. We ought to protect Ukraine with the other NATO nations. All right, we're out of here tomorrow. Ron Hart. Have a good day, folks. We are but